Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to Such a Lady, and if this is your first time joining in, thanks for tuning in, but if it's not, hey, also shout out to my girl, Sincere Sarah, listen, I love you, I I absolutely love you, and I want you to know that I am definitely on repeat with my girl Jasmine, thank you for putting me on, and I want you to know I do not not appreciate you and you are so beautiful so okay now that we're past that i just you know gotta give love to my 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 people um but so today we have a special guest in the house and i thought it would be cool since we do toxic love stories um i was on facebook the other day and this guy was trying to make it like i i am so for the women and I'm not like I have a whole podcast about women who do toxic things. I told them, listen, I call people out for who they are. Men, women, myself, right is right and wrong is wrong. So I thought it would be cool to have a special guest, a male, come in and I'll discuss the story like I normally would. And he would just, you know, chime in and we could hear his opinion. And we'll see how that goes. Maybe he he'll come back maybe we'll have different guests who knows we're just trying things out you know seeing how it works so our next toxic love story gone wrong is about constance harris and constance was a bank teller 25 years old um who was married to eric clark and eric clark was really all the stuff that i found eric clark really seemed to be a good guy didn't he yeah, he was cool. Yeah. I liked him. Like, everything seemed like he was a really good guy. He um, was in the Navy, and he um, he experienced a bad situation. Um, an explosion went off, and one of his really close co-workers got killed. So, after his time was up, he kind of was like, I'm out. And he decided he wanted to go home and do his bakery thing because he loved to bake and that's what he was doing he was basically trying to get his mind together get his mind off of a breakup that recently happened and then he had a friend that said hey listen i have this person i would like to hook you up with and so eric was set up on a blind date with constance now i've never been on a blind date have you been on a blind date i'm on lots of blind dates i'm the blind date master why do you gotta be so extra okay so you the blind date master what is the blind date master? Okay. How you gonna tell me to rush up on my show? This is my show. I can ask questions. Oh, okay. 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 Word of advice. Don't let nobody come on your show and run you on your show in real life. Okay. So they went on a blind date and apparently they hit it off um 
Eric loved to bake, but Constance loved to cook. So they loved to eat. Like from everything I read, they like had the cookouts at the house. Like they house was the place to be. Like if you wanted to eat, you could go there. Um, and after dating for six months, Eric decided that he felt Constance was the one and he put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Okay, so um, they get married. And again, like I said, I think Eric is a cool dude because after they get married, he decides that although um, Constance is a bank teller, he wants more for them because they want they talk about having kids and he he says to himself I know that I can't make this happen with the job that I have so he happily walks away from his dream of being a baker and gets a job at a steel company and I think that that says a lot about him and within two years this couple has a new house new cars they're living the dream the only thing that they're missing is what what do you think they're missing some sanity no a baby oh okay <laughs> they wanted a baby and so they decide that they want to try to you know have a baby and that's that's what their focus is on because i mean they have everything else they've worked and gotten everything they've they've set their goals they've met them and now the next goal is the baby and of course they do the natural way but after a while it's not happening like it's supposed to happen like it's not doing what it's supposed to do so they decide to go and talk to a fertility specialist and they said that one of the reasons why they might not begin pregnant is because Constance was overweight and so at that point the conversation shifted from having a baby to how do we get rid of the weight and some people say let's work out some people say have the surgery i had the surgery and i will tell you that i had it in 2001 i had the i didn't have the gastric bypass i had the what did i have i had the dang it no was it the i didn't have a sleeve i had the I don't know what I had. Was it the mesh? No, it was the one where they go in and they put the uh, the little tube around you. Oh, man, it, it's going to come to me. But anyway, I say all that to say I did the quick fix. I thought that I went in and I weighed before I even had the surgery. I weighed like 220 pounds. After I had the surgery, it was the lap band. See, I told y'all I had the lap band. After I had the surgery, the band slipped and they went in to fix it. And then it slipped again. But by this time, the doctor who was doing it um, got in trouble for malpractice and I couldn't find him. And the insurance wasn't paying like it was because now everybody was on the bandwagon and it wasn't working properly. So I went from 220 pounds to 380 pounds after I had the lab band put on. So I say all that to say, if you are looking to lose weight, please, please, please do all your research and know that even if you have the surgery, it's just a help. It's not a quick fix. You still have to do the work and you still have to eat right. But Constance and 
Eric went back and forth about this because she wanted to have the gastric bypass. And Eric was like, no, I don't want you to, I love you for who you are. Like, I don't need you to be smaller. I need you to be the woman who I married. And Constance made up in her mind, like, listen, I want a kid. I want this surgery and I'm going to have it. And so Eric finally was like, okay, baby, if that's what you want, you can do it. I, I support you. And she had the surgery. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> when she had the surgery, she had complications. And the complications that came along with the surgery caused her to end up back in the hospital having more surgeries to fix the complications that came along with the first surgery. See, remember I told y'all I had the first surgery and then I had to go back in. Now, listen, everybody's story is not the same story. But listen, I said, do your research. So she has this surgery and it doesn't go well. And so they give her these pain pills to take away the pain because she's in a lot of pain. But guess what happens? What do you think happened? Um, it goes all downhill from there. <laughs> Duh. That's why we're here. She got addicted to the pain pills. Really? Yeah. A black woman? Are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> they got the black women. Hey, see America, that's right there. They got the black women want the pain pills, so I don't they, think they get anybody. Now, see, that's not nice. I don't think that pain pills is race. I mean, specific. I think that anybody can be addicted to pain pills. I, I honestly, and I'm gonna look that up. I honestly think that that pain I'm pills. Just, I'm just going on record on the Such a Lady podcast. See it peak speaking. That uh, black women, we never introduced you. I'm that sorry. black women are the strongest women in the world. So, <laughs> if your people got a black woman, damn it, they putting out some good drugs. All I'm saying, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's my love uh, school service announcement for the day after school special. So again, we might not have another special guest, but okay. So let's so let's go on. <laughs> so she decides that the pain is so much that she continues to keep taking the pain pills but it gets to the point where she can no longer hide it and eric finds out eric finds out and of course his natural instinct is to help her and she tells him okay listen i'm gonna stop i'm gonna get the help i'm gonna do it but he finds out that she's not not only is she not getting the help that she needs the problem is getting worse. It's getting so bad that Eric has had to pick up a part-time job um, as a bartender to um, support her pain pill habit. She's lost her job as a bank teller. She's lost the weight. That's not a problem. She's not pregnant at this point, but do, does she really need to be? Because she's on pain pills and Eric is out like doing illegal stuff to get this these pills for her. And he's working all these hours. And I don't think a baby is kind of what they needed. And I don't even think this is something they was thinking about. But um, Eric decides that, you know, I need to make a run. Because what he does is, although he's a bartender, if I'm not mistaken, then they say he's a bartender, but he travels out of town yeah, to yeah. get alcohol from another county because it's um, cheaper. And so his wife had a cousin named John Pierre, who I guess kind of had the hookup on all things discount. And she tells her husband, listen, 
John Pierre could get you the discount in alcohol in Atlanta. So his his thing was he was going to drive over, over to Atlanta to get the alcohol and then come back um, so that everything was cheaper. And he didn't have any reason to be worried. I mean, although although Constance was popping pills like water, um, I mean, not water like Skittles, um, they, the families got along. Eric's family loved Constance's family. Constance's family loved Eric's family. It was kind of like they met and everybody just fell in love. So even when they were having this problem with the pain, um, the, the pain pills and Eric was confided in his family, they still weren't like, oh, we hate her. It was like, oh, how can we get her the help that she needs? So everybody was, their main concern was finding out how to help Constance. Which I think is awesome because I would have said, never mind. I would have said help Constance. Wouldn't you have to say help Constance? No. <laughs> Hell no. You wouldn't have said help her. No. Would not you? help Constance. What if that was your wife? Hell no. I still ain't helping Constance. So if you get married and your wife gets addicted to pain pills and she needs help, you going to say hell no. Like real talk. Real talk. I'm being real. I will, I would help to a degree, but when I get my analysis of the story, y'all will see why I feel this way. So just leave it there and let's keep going because I don't <laughs> want y'all to tune out when I get my analysis. <laughs> okay, so she continues to keep doing the pain pills, and um, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, this is the the background that y'all keep hearing. So she. Um, continues to keep doing the pain pills and then she decides that she wants to um, send her husband out of town and he goes but Constance gets a call she gets a call that her husband is dead he's been shot in a Atlanta suburban neighborhood several times not just once they shot him until they emptied the clip and the police on the scene go and they check him because, of course, they initially think it's robbery. But he has a wallet with $500 in it. Nothing has been stolen. He didn't make it to the alcohol place, but everything is okay. So they immediately take robbery off of the table and decide to look up his phone records. And when they look up his phone records, they, they see that he's been in contact with a young man. And they find the young man named Corey and they bring him in and they asked him what's going on. Now, listen, let me tell you, Corey, and I say this all the time. Listen, if you going to do dirt, do dirt by yourself. Don't do dirt with nobody else because Corey started singing like the canary that he was. And he was like, listen, all I know is that I was hired by this John Pierre guy to kill Eric, now who hired John Pierre? His cousin, Constance. Why? I don't know. So they got to find Constance. Constance is in jail. She's been in jail six months since the murder. Why? Because <laughs> she is in there on loan fraud. Constance took out a $40,000 loan to pay off 
a $500,000 life insurance policy on her husband. She didn't want to make the payments. She wanted to pay it up front so it would go into effect up front. So if something happened to him, that she would get the money. Well, something did happen to him, but she didn't pay that loan. And so they came and they got her. And so she's in jail and everybody's talking, but she's still saying she didn't do anything. But while she's in jail, she's charged with, she sentenced to 40 years on the loan fraud. Well, once they find out that she is involved via John Pierre, then she's sentenced to life plus five years. But here's the kicker, y'all. You know that they did all this so that she could lose weight to have the baby. Come to find out, guess what? She was on birth control. She had no intentions on having this baby. And there are witnesses who state that she was overheard talking um, to John Pierre, telling him once she got that life insurance money, she was going to give him $5,000. Listen, you have got to be a greedy somebody. You finna get $500,000. Now, I know that that's not the most money you could ever have, but you finna get $500,000 and you didn't do anything. All you did was make the phone call and all you willing to give somebody is $5,000. I'm offended. I am offended. I'm offended and I think that you should think more of me, especially if my life is on the line. Well, they all went to jail. I mean, and I mean... Uh, Constance was going to be there for a while anyway with that insurance fraud. But I don't think she thought that one through. I don't think she thought that one through at all. But since we have a guest notice, I didn't really get into much of my, you know, y'all know what I do. I kind of ramble because I want to get our guest speaker's point of view on our story, our male's point of view. So I'm going to let him have at it. Okay, uh, first off, I want to thank y'all for welcoming me to Such a Lady Podcast. If you didn't catch my name earlier in the show, it's your boy, C.P. Uh, my claim to fame is all things entertainment and some of the things that's uh, hood. <laughs> anyway, I want to say my, my uh, since we're here in C.P.'s corner on Such a Lady you didn't give yourself a corner? I got a whole corner. You better watch See, out before I get a room. This is why I we can't have corner. nice things. He didn't give himself a corner. You better watch out before I get a whole room now. <laughs> Chill out. Well, while we over here at CMP's Corner, I almost hear the people out there. Black, white, Native American, Chinese, Mexican, male, female, old or young. Open your eyes and ask some questions. I really did like my dude because he put in work for the U.S. Army. He came back home. Oh, what Navy? I'm sorry. Shout out to the armed forces in general. (laughs) Uh, See y'all, I pay attention. But anyway, uh, he was a good dude. He put in his time. He came back, had a series of heartbreak, but he kept pushing on. But the only thing is, when he did find one to say, yeah, he just seemed like he just stopped asking questions. Now, I know it ain't, it's all black and white and simple as it seems, but 
I mean, like you were saying in your synopsis, uh, she might have been overweight. He was trying to tell her he loved her like she the way for the way she was. She wasn't trying to hear that. So I guess he gave in and then she had surgery which led to the pain pills and then you said she out he out there doing all type of D boy shit to get her pain pills like he uh Rick Rossi every day he hustling. <laughs> That's not my man. So that's what I'm saying. At some point, he was okay, laying so you in don't bed. Think, you don't think love can make you do crazy things? It shouldn't. I agree it shouldn't, but I didn't that's ask, should it or shouldn't I say you don't think it can make you? Not if you're open to ask questions. Maybe one time, maybe twice. I can see you doing something strange for some change and something wild in the dark. I can understand all that. Love can do that. But after a while, you keep going home feeling like a chump. You're going to have to ask yourself, are you a chump? <laughs> I'm just being real. And I mean, ladies, that go for you too. Ladies can be chumps. If you feel like you're going all out of your way and it's never getting better, then maybe you need to ask yourself and your significant other and their family some real serious questions. Because uh, what my boy Eric didn't know, that why he was out there hustling like Rick Ross bringing home these methamphetamines and everything else. He might not have been the only dude that was in that house that day. He wasn't. She was cheating. See? Now, see, somebody would have known if he'd asked some questions. Neighbors, mailmen, somebody. So you saying he should have been asking. Somebody now, see, now, some listen, you, you getting too deep into it. Now, I thought you meant ask her questions. You talking about asking neighbors questions. Well, what I'm saying is the more questions you ask, the, the more detail of a picture you get. So, yeah, I would have started with uh, uh whoever she was and asked her questions like why you ain't getting married. I mean, why you ain't getting pregnant. And we've been humping like jackrabbits and... How come you keep taking pills and all this, that, and the third? But, yeah, I got to go to work. And, I mean, I might not be sophisticated enough to set up a nanny can, but my neighbors might be at home. My sister might come by. What you see? What you know? Did she look like she went to work? Was it somebody over there? Did you see a brand new pair of shoes? Because I ain't had no Nikes in three years. (laughs) Just questions. That's all I'm saying, people, is questions. Then you might have would have known that your girl ain't never got off the pills. Then you might have would have known that it was some Timberlands underneath your uh, kitchen table, but I thought they was yours. I'm just saying, these things you would have known. But uh, that's all my little thing on um, on CP's corner. Uh, join me next week when we talk about uh, first of all, broccoli. you ain't even been invited back next. See how you done tried to invite yourself. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, come back next week when we talk about uh, broccoli and cheese and uh, (laughs) screen bean casserole. Listen, I'm not. I shall not. I hope that you all enjoyed our guest, Sid P. Um, (laughs) He's a mess, but... I, I I have some questions for him. You know, listen, I know he didn't think that he was going to get out of here without finding or answering some questions because I want to know my own self. Um, how would you feel if you were Eric and you did all this only to find out that your wife was still on birth control? I'm going to be honest, I couldn't have been Eric. 
that's why I brought y'all to my corner, to be honest. You keep asking me all the questions you want to ask me, but they might not go the way you want to go. I wouldn't have been there. Why I wouldn't have been there? Because yeah, for the first part, she would have never got surgery because I didn't want her to get surgery. And I'm pretty sure Eric had Wait a minute. Elaborate. She wouldn't have got surgery because I didn't want her to get surgery. No, and she didn't need surgery. Eric loved her the way she was. But the way that you just said that, though, and I need to be clear, the way you said that was kind of like what you say goes. No, I think you don't want to put that in there. I know I said I need to be clear. Uh, Our listeners uh, need to be clear. Well, you listeners, y'all need to put that shit in your ass. Ain't nobody. Uh, uh, Watch the tone. (laughs) Bro, oh, we don't well, do all that on her. Well, ain't nobody trying to be no narcissistic. Ain't nobody trying to control nobody. I'm just saying, if you love somebody the way they is, then how you gonna let them talk you into loving them somewhere different? That doesn't make sense. Okay, but I get that. But what if she's not happy with herself? So here's the thing. I get it if you love somebody the way that they are. But what if they're not happy with themselves? Do you not support them to the point that they're happy with themselves? And it sounds like Eric did that. He did. He voiced his opinion. He said, I don't want you to have it. I love you for exactly who you are. But she was adamant. And at that point, he was like, listen, if this is what you want, then I support you. Is that not what marriage is? Well... I guess it is, but you should love other people more than you love yourself. So, like you said, Eric loved her enough to be willing to make that sacrifice for her. But she didn't love him enough to not make that sacrifice. So, at that point, one of them should have been ready to go anyway. Whoa. Skip therapy. Do not collect $200. One of them should have just been ready to go. Well, I mean, because if, if you see it that way, if 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 your argument holds water, then Eric should have seen that she didn't love him that much. Not as much as he loved her. Because obviously her looks meant more than her love for him. Well, if we're being honest, and this is just my opinion because I can only speak on my opinion, I think that she did love him. I think that she loved him a lot. I think that once she yeah, started she losing weight, again. shut the uh, see what you did there. Thought you had a knee slapper. Yeah, no, did. you didn't. <laughs> I, did. I tickled myself. I don't care about you. I think that she did love him, but I think that people don't realize that addiction is real. Like once addiction has a hold of you, it doesn't matter how bad you want to love somebody or do the right thing. That monkey on your back is heavy. Have you ever dealt with addiction? So what was she addicted to before she had the surgery? Nothing, because if you if you listen to the story, she they were happy. The, they everything was fine. They had gotten married. They were living the good life. They wanted a baby. Everything was fine up until the baby. So. I think that she did love him, but I think that monkey on her back, them pain pills, because even, even, um, and I'm sorry, this is my fault, y'all. Don't hate me. She even got caught one time with another guy, and she told Eric that she was only with him because she was getting money. So she was like prostituting, and then she locked Eric out of their house. So she was really doing whatever she could to get money for this addiction, she even had Eric out getting the money. So I think that she did love him. I just think that she loved those pills more. Exactly. So at that point, she should have let Eric go. Or Eric should have let her go. 
I mean, I, I agree. Once he once once she decided to not keep her end of the bargain and, and get the help that she said she was going to get, I agree. He should have some tough decisions should have been made. It should have been made. It shouldn't have happened the way it happened because she didn't. Okay, this is what kills me. You do all this stuff and then you end up with nothing. You do all. You take out this forty thousand dollar loan. You having sex with these guys. And then you end up in jail for the loan that you did, took out and you in jail for killing your husband. And you ain't seen hide nor hair that insurance money that you paid in full. She paid that in full. I believe she did. And that's what happened. They got it. Well, y'all, it has been real. I hope that you all have enjoyed this episode. And um, listen, if you all like, subscribe, tell your friends. Let's get the 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 listening up. Let's 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 get such a lady out there. Yeah, smash the likes, hit the little bell, let people know. Get up for the next episode, which will be out on Monday. Which Sid Pimpish didn't even know. He was like, so. When's the next episode? And I'm like, dude, do you even listen to such a lady? We are out on Mondays. Whatever. Mondays. Y'all get, get in the comments and tell her Sid Pimpin was the best part of the uh, Valentine's Day episode. Y'all want to come back to Sid Pimpin's corner. Matter of fact, go ahead and get a boy the whole room. Tell her quit playing. She got room in the high mansion she got. Let the boy get a room. Okay, listen, whatever. If y'all like Sid Pimpish, go on over to our um our comment. page yeah, and yeah. comment and tell us if y'all want him back. Tell us if he was team too much and y'all think that I am enough alone and I am awesome by myself and I will stay here alone. Tell us if tell us. Tell me if y'all <laughs> tell <ain't> me. listening. <laughs> Tell me if you want to hear a female so then you hear another female's point of view. Listen, we could do it all. There is no limits. Did y- Do y'all know that we don't have no limits, baby? We are knocking the roof off. We don't have no limits. We just doing bigger and better things. Or y'all can hit in the comments and we can change the whole name of this podcast. And you just be CMP and a couple of more chihuahuas and dogs. <laughs> and we can turn this into a real podcast. <laughs> All right. We finna go because he trying to take over my podcast. So, yeah. I, <laughs> we, this, is, this is why. This is why. Make your own stuff. I ain't making nothing. All right, y'all. I love y'all. And I appreciate all y'all support. Again, love, like, comment. And listen, even yeah, it ain't even got to be about the show. Like I said, my girl didn't just hit me on to a song that's staying on repeat. So listen, just y'all ain't seen me no songs. That's what I be talking Nobody about. Nobody cares fans about that? you. No, Why you, get no you song? don't have no fans. Well, I like Jasmine Sullivan. Goodbye, y'all. And Jasmine got too. She had a song back in the 80s. You could have sent me that one. The Busting the Windows. <laughs> that would have been a perfect <laughs> intro, wouldn't it? I bust the windows out your car. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>